If you've been following the Sociology Podcast since I launched it in 2021, you will be aware of the Reverse Psychology subseries, which is basically unpopular Chicago opinions from Chicago. You will also be aware of the SAT, the Sociology Awareness Test, where I quiz random Chicagoans about different questions in regards to Chicago history and culture. Well, this Black History Month, I'm introducing the Chicago Goats subseries. This is basically a black Chicago history blitz that details and gives brief summaries of different black Chicagoans that lived in our city and did great things in their respective careers and left a huge impact not on the city but on the entire world. So without further ado, let's get into it. From Harold Washington to Harold's Chicken and everything in between and beyond, this is Sociology. When I opened up the segment about the Chicago Mary Jane Richardson Jones, I said that Chicago was no stranger to anti-slavery and abolitionist movements. Well, unfortunately, Chicago is also no stranger to racism. In fact, racism boils very hot here. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said that he had experienced no city that was as segregated as Chicago. That's coming from a man that was born in, lived in, and operated in the South for majority of his life. When you experience racism, and when you tackle it head on, it's best to document your experiences. Some people document them in journals. Other people document them in a the form of narrative storytelling. This episode is about the Chicago Goat, the playwright, Lorraine Hansberry. Born on May 19th, 1930 in Chicago, Lorraine Hansberry was the youngest of four children born to Carl Augustus Hansberry, who was a successful real estate broker, and Nanny Louise, who was a driving school teacher and a war committee woman. In 1938, her father purchased a house for the family in the Washington Park neighborhood on the south side of Chicago. And this incited a lot of wrath from the white people in the neighborhood. So much so that the white people tried to force the Hansberry family out in the U.S. Supreme Court decision in Hansberry versus Lee. Restrictive covenants were very intense in major cities in America, but especially here in Chicago. In fact, it was so intense at one point, the president of the University of Chicago, yes, that university, he even enforced restrictive covenants as well around the university. But it was rude, contestable, though not inherently invalid in the case of the Hansberries versus Lee. And the covenants were eventually ruled unconstitutional in Shelley versus Kramer. Both of Lorraine's Hansberry parents were active members of the Republican Party, and her father died in 1946 when Lorraine was just 15 years old. She said, quote, American racism helped kill him, end quote. Nonetheless, the Hansberries were routinely visited by a lot of prominent black people, W.E.B. Du Bois, Langston Hughes, Duke Ellington, Jesse Owens, the list goes on and on. Lorraine was taught that, quote, above all else, there were two things which were never to be betrayed, the family and the race, end quote. Lorraine attended Inglewood High School in 1948, and then after graduation, she went to the University of Wisconsin-Madison, where she became an immediate political activist with the Communist Party. In 1958, she decided to document her family's experiences with these racial covenants in the Washington Park neighborhood when she wrote A Raisin in the Sun. It opened at the Ethel Barrymore Theater on March 11, 1959, and it became the first play written by a black American woman to be produced on Broadway. She was only 29 years old at the time, and she became the youngest American playwright and only the fifth woman to receive the New York Drama Critics Circle Award for Best Play. She was also nominated for the Tony Award for Best Play amongst four Tony Awards in 1960. Over the next two years, Raising in the Sun was translated into 35 languages and was performed all over the world. In 1961, A Raising in the Sun was produced by Columbia Pictures and released starring Sidney Poitier and Ruby Dee. 
It was directed by Daniel Petrie. Unfortunately, in 1963, Lorraine Hansberry was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. She underwent two operations on June 24th and August 2nd. Neither surgery was successful in removing the cancer mass. In 1964, she spoke to the winners at a creative writing conference and she said, quote, Though it is a thrilling and marvelous thing to be merely young and gifted in such times, it is doubly so, doubly dynamic to be young, gifted, and black. End quote. She died from pancreatic cancer on January 12, 1965 at the tender age of 34. That's when she became an ancestor. Her funeral was held in Harlem on January 15, 1965, and she now rests at the Bethel Cemetery in Westchester County, New York. But her play, A Raisin in the Sun, has been remade many times since the 1950s. And so many famous, prominent black entertainers have had a part to play in it. In fact, Denzel Washington starred in the 2014 revival on Broadway. Lorraine Hansberry's courage in her family and to tell her story in such a way that was gripping and just in your face. She didn't hold back any punches about the racism that her family endured in Washington Park here on the south side of Chicago. It took a lot of courage to do that. It took a lot of courage to do that and we salute her for it. We salute her creativity and we salute her vision. So the Chicago Lorraine Hansberry, the playwright, continues to live on in our hearts and in our minds. If you enjoyed this podcast, I ask for two things and I would love you forever. Number one, please engage with us on social media. So like, share, subscribe, and comment on whatever platform you're listening to it on. And number two, please make sure you pass on to a friend who will enjoy it as well.